Hello. Hello. Hi, Latrenda. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much for uh, joining us with another of our podcasts, Make It Happen, with Vahid Omarati. And today again, we'll have Latrenda George, a transformational coach, the author of the book, Download Your Truth, Four Steps to Live from Within, and has been partnering and um, with people to maximize their strengths, skills, and talents so that they can achieve their vision. Thank you very much for um, joining again today in this sort of um, series of career, career transitions, right? Yes, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And uh, today we, we will continue the subject of career transition. And um, perhaps we could focus today, as we discussed previously, uh, in the biggest struggles that people face during a career transition, because this seems to be very, very vital so that people can actually understand that there are some steps to do before, during, and, you know, in order to maintain the career uh, so that they can actually overcome the struggles that um, they are facing and do not get demotivated or, um, uh, you know, unfocused or, or losing their hope that they can actually find the career. So, you know, in your opinion, Latrenda, what are the biggest struggles that people face during a career transition? One of the biggest struggles that individuals face is that question, what do I want to do now? Because usually when career transition is thrust upon us, usually um, you either get laid off or a job closes or something sudden. Sometimes it's planned now, is that's a decision you want to do. But a million times it's one of the things where, you know, life just hits you and you need to make a change. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not something that you can control. So with that being one of the greatest challenges, a lot of times people just focus on, I need to find a job and I need a, a job now. So to decide what is the best thing for me to do now. Um, and sometimes the pressure comes because of bills and responsibilities and taking care of family. You just think, I just need to be employed. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it's really taking the time when you're sitting there, okay, what do I do now? I mean, okay, I just got this layoff notice. Uh, where do I start? And it's taking that time to say, at least the next 24 hours, usually you're not going to be in another assignment by that time. Mm -hmm. What do I want now? And why do I want it? It's like taking all those steps. Once again, once you begin your career to say, okay, these are all the skills and talents I have. Do I still want to pursue those? Or I'm looking for something different um, before you just, you know, jump into another role that may not mm -hmm. be something you want. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the biggest challenge. What do I want to do now? Usually, as soon as you get this, that's, that's the bell going off. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. And uh, as we were speaking last week about career transitions, we also spoke about always having like a plan B, so that, or even a plan C and D, who knows? So that in, in the case of any sudden transition that we need to make, or either by, by force or by choice, that we always have a plan B and, and how important that is. Yes, yes. I think it's very important to have alternate routes that you can take and say, okay, I'm working plan A. If plan A get, doesn't work, what is plan B and C? Um, you should have more than one option on the table. You can either go this career path or you can go another path. It's really determining why and what's important and how it looks in the future, that long-term goal. Um, career transition should not usually be a short-term um, focus, more of a long-term focus. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's where um, those different plans come up. And a lot of times you have to get others involved when it comes to making those, because it can help you see plans that you don't see, possibilities that you may be blinded to you, but another person looking at your skill set can pull those things out. And so that's the thing working with coaches like yourself and myself that can really help individuals or um, support centers of career development that can help individuals to look at all their options. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because, you know, in actual fact, it, it's, it can even be traumatizing when, when someone loses their job. You know, it's such a tremendous shock, especially when people believed that they were actually doing a good job. And suddenly, because of circumstances, they are laid off and they have no clue what to do. And so having this plan B always in mind as, as a sort of a guideline always on the back of the mind in order to, uh, you know, feel safe on, on what you're doing and what you want to do in the future is actually a powerful tool. Yes, it also reduces the being led by your emotions. Because, of course, if you get a slip and telling, you know, or you get fired or terminated from a position, um, there's a lot of emotions that rise up. You may, you may think he was done unfairly or you just wasn't expecting it. So it's a lot of emotions. But if you have a plan B, it's less likely you'll be led by emotions. Exactly. And, and one of the questions that I receive lots of times is, when is the right time to create a, a career transition? And basically, uh, many of these questions that I receive obviously don't come from people that actually got laid off because, of course, if you got laid off or if you're really struggling with your job and, and you, you, you really dislike it or you find really difficult to, to, to speak with your boss or to engage with, with the people that you work with, you know, it's obvious that you need a career transition, definitely. But if someone is actually doing well at, on, on their job or um, not having to totally change from morning to evening, uh, what do you think is the, the right time, if, if there is a right time, to create a career transition? Well, I think the right time is when you realize that, first of all, if you're a person that's eager to accomplish a long-term goal and you realize the position you're in now, you're not growing, you're not developing, feel um, like you're stagnant. And sometimes those opportunities are right on your nose with your current employer. You may realize, you know what? I believe I have reached the level I want to in this line of career. I'm not trying to take it to the next level or do something different. So explore your skill sets. You might have gained a set of skill sets with your employer, but you want to work in those skill sets more and you realize that a career transition is needed. Um, the right time to do that is when you realize that this is becoming the mundane to me. I need a change. And you can feel like at that point, that's when you start the process of planning. Okay, is it an opportunity currently where you're at? Is it another project you can um, learn about and develop? Or is it me leaving that place and going to another place? I think a lot of times, especially when people are in their mid-career individuals, they usually focus on what they don't want opposed to what they do want. So sure. a lot of times when you talk to them, they come to you with all these things. Well, I didn't like doing this. I didn't like this. But what do you want? Um, and we put more energy to, okay, this is what I want to experience more concerning my career. And once you look at those things and you can list them, opposed to focus on, you know, what environment you don't want, um, it's usually a good time to start that process of thinking and working with others who can help, you know, develop those skills where you can see exactly where you want to go. Because it's, it's a scary process. 
Exactly. You realize that you can't stay where you're at and be happy and productive because you're, you know, you're not growing, you're not learning, you're not happy. Mm -hmm. And when you settle in life, in your career, you're also selling in other relationships in your life. It spills over. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. And if you want to have a balance uh, as much as possible life, that you have to go for things that you want, but you know, it's a process and there's a timing for it. And it's a timing when you realize that there's an unselling in yourself, that that means that it's something else for you to explore. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, and I just wanted to add something because um, I, I became a tennis coach at the age of 22. And since then, I really realized how important it is to have a coach. In, in anything that you do, either sports or professionally or uh, in any, in any, you know, to do with your health, to do with your spirituality, you know, a coach for me is a must. And even if you are a coach like myself and like yourself, I, I have my coaches and I can, I cannot yeah. tell you how much, how much time and money I invest in coaches because I feel they are so important. And so for me uh, also, what, what I like to, to leave with our listeners is, the right time always comes when we have a plan. And many times, if you have a coach during your whole career, then you are able not only to set goals within your own career, but set the right times to make changes. And so, you know, the right time can also be uh, the time that we actually envision and plan and structure our lives to create. So that time create is created by a number of circumstances and a number of um, sessions with the coach and, and perhaps even years of, of um, uh, contemplation and planning in order to make that step. You know, so for me, for me it's very important to, to, to put uh, this, this sort of um, um, help that coaches bring, which in a way, you know, anyone that has a coach will never be let alone to do this transition and uh, will not feel the trauma or the, or the anxiety or the suffering because there is always a plan. There is always a, a mindset that is created that allows the person to actually not only um, switch careers smoothly, but in a way that it's, it's very empowering. I agree a hundred percent. I always think of an example, like you can have the greatest football player as a young kid, you can see the talent and skills in the person or, or tennis player, you know, and the athletic ability. However, to develop it and make them learn about the game, they need a coach. And it's the same thing applies to life. We need someone to help develop us and, and get that plan and help us see things that we don't see um, before we can make more right decisions. Um, life doesn't have to be so individualized. Um, the more you're able to work with professionals and myself also have coaches, you know, you have different coaches in your life and it's very important to have that person as your toolkit, your new toolkit needs to include a coach <laughs> basically um, exactly. to help you get where you want to go in life. Mm -hmm. And I feel that, you know, if you speak about tennis players and, and um, uh, you know, football players, for instance, or soccer players, uh, it's mm -hmm. funny that uh, if you see, the, the real good ones, you know, sort of uh, like like a, a Messi or, or Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, I'm, I'm Portuguese, yes. so I cannot stop yes. speaking <laughs> about Cristiano. But, you know, al although they are very ambitious and although they have like uh, this kind of uh, very, very high standards about what they are and what they represent and what their game is, there is this sense of humility. And I believe that only a person that actually recognizes a certain humility 
and really find out finds out you know their value their own value and and where they actually stand in life they are the ones that actually resort to coaches because they can see how how uh, humble how <laughs> sorry uh, how um how humble one needs to be in order to actually say to another human being, look, I need help. I need yes. guidance. I need, yes. I need a vision for my life. And uh, I need you to help me because I believe that you have the tools that can help me. And so, you know, it's, it's quite interesting in sports um, that that happens a lot. Yes. Yes. And, it's, it, it, and the thing is, is that the same um, attitude of being humble and realizing that, um, as the athletes, you know, are able to do it's the same thing in life. If you want an extra, you, you know, if you want to live your life to your highest potential, you need a coach. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things, just like the greatest athletes need a coach. Um, it's always a teacher or a support system there for you to help take you to that next level. Um, when you go to a university, you only have your interaction with the teacher is different opposed to a coach. The coach is totally focused on you. The teacher has to spread there um, to a whole class and sometimes thousands of, you know, depending on how big the university is. But if you have someone that's working with you, getting to know you, really getting personal and intimate with the track that you're interested in, that's that support system because they can help you build your confidence in yourself. Um, there's so many tools that coaches have in their tool belt that can really, really, really help get you to that next level. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and if, if you put it in perspective, only a good coach knows how important it is to have a coach. And, yes. and, and I believe this is why you know, coaches become even better coaches because they will resort always to different coaches in order to improve their, their uh, niche and um, their, their performance. You know? So, yes. yeah, it, it's, it's quite, quite interesting. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and uh, I, I will just uh, go a little bit back to to the the first question that I that I had in mind because, um, you know, in order to prepare our listeners for a career transition, um, what is, in your opinion, the biggest struggle that people actually face when they decide that okay, this is what I want to do, this is where my I want my life to go towards, um, but they haven't got to actually landing that job that they wanted or creating the business that they wanted. So in that process of, of manifesting the, the career, what are the biggest struggles that people could expect facing uh, during that process? Well, I think some of the struggles, I mean, first of all, your emotions going to go up and down. Um, it's a very emotional, it can be frustrating um, experience. And so one of the things is to become grounded and centered and understand that what you desire desires you. And you have to really stay focused on what you want. And even though you may have put out a lot of opportunities, it's not, it's not one set way to find an opportunity. Um, it's, you know, yeah, you can apply on job boards, you can uh, work with a recruiter, you can network, let people know in, in your network that you're looking for something different. You're looking for something new. Um, Sometimes even ex-managers um, or people you reported to can help you. Say, like, oh my God, you're looking? Oh, I know someone else is looking. So there's always so many things that you can do to kind of put your, uh, you know, have more filters out there to help you to deal with some of these frustrations and struggles that may come along with a career transition. Mm -hmm. 
But I think if you have a very clear why you, you know, okay, I need this career transition or I'm in my career, I'm doing well, but I need something different. I'm searching for something different. And then start exposing yourself to that environment. Um, like we mentioned before on one of our podcasts, you know, uh, the good things about LinkedIn and different um, career organization places where people network and you can learn about different groups and organizations. Um, get yourself involved in those things. There's mm-hmm. so many things you can do to help you through the process uh, with um, going through the struggle that comes along with all the emotional highs and lows during career transitions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it, yeah, LinkedIn is, a, is an amazing platform when you're, uh, you know, looking at your career, either to improve it or to change jobs or, or change career. Definitely LinkedIn is amazing. And uh, it's interesting because I, uh, you know, I, I posted today um, something on Instagram, you know, a short video just speaking about mindsets because the other day I made a, a blog post on, on Medium about mindsets and the different types of mindsets. And basically what I've been faced lately with my clients is actually the need to explain and really in depth understand what a mindset is. And in yeah. this case with my clients has been, has been towards business and uh, what I, what I would coin a business mindset, which means that people are actually focused on creating the business that they want. And this implies creating a mindset that doesn't sabotage you or, or that you don't get sabotaged by the mindset. And although we don't like to do certain things, which are vital for business to thrive, we need to do them. And this is what I mean by mindset. It's like creating a clear, you know, pathway in our brain um, that that makes each neuron light up with the thought of, you know, whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. And whatever time it takes, you know, whatever emotions come up, I will do it. And, And so... You know, for me, uh, one thing that is, is really, really helpful, and, and I totally agree 100% with you when, when you say that the biggest struggles are actually the emotions, you know, and, and the emotional baggage that comes up when we are going through a career transition, which basically, by the way, is, is like anything else in life, uh, you know, stepping into the unknown, stepping into mm-hmm. a space that we don't know what is going to be the outcome. And so creating that mindset that allows us to be totally focused on the outcome and not, uh, uh, you know, getting stuck in the process, meaning in the emotions, in the feelings, in the, in the fear, you know, there's a lot of fear when, when you, you know, stepping onto the unknown and, and, you know, setting yourself to success because, you know, there is the big fear of, of failure, you know, the the risk of, of failure, which is very imminent. But, um, you know, with that sort of mindset, then it's possible to reinforce your dream, reinforce your vision and really totally go for what you really want to create in your life. Yes, I agree. And with the mindset, usually if the person is, you know, younger in their career transition, they're more open to changes. But when people are uh, mid-career, mid-life career changes and looking at that, you know, sometimes they think, oh, it's too old to go for that or it's too, you know, and it's, that's not true. Um, you can still reinvent yourself at no matter what your age is. Mm-hmm. And it's all dependent on the mindset that you um, have. So that's why coaches, we have to work a lot, usually at the beginning, <coughs> excuse me, is with the mindset. Mm-hmm. And really helping a person to open up and try to dive in 
excuse me, at the possibilities. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you have some water? Yes, I have some here. <laughs> yeah. That's very important. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if you wanted to add something else to, to what you're saying. Well, excuse me, grabbing some water. Um, okay. One of those things is that with the mindset, um, a lot of times we have to deal with limiting beliefs. Um, mm -hmm. As coaches, a lot of times um, we know ourselves, you know, us working personally with our coaches, um, sometimes we don't even realize our own limited beliefs. And so as you evolve more, you grow more, um, sometimes you feel like, you know, you realize that some things have not been worked out. And I think um, individuals need to understand that coaches, how it's important for us to have our coaches and our team of individuals that we go to, because um, that help us to help more people. Um, but it's very important for individuals to understand that sometimes what you think um, cannot happen can happen. It's just that you've been mentally conditioned to believe that, you know, at age 50, you cannot have, you can't go for this type of career, <laughs> mm -hmm, but definitely. you know, you've been preparing yourself to it and things happen in life, maybe raising kids and other things to the forefront. But now you like, well, you know, the kids are grounded out the house. Now I want to go for what I really want. And some people go for it and some others will limit themselves because of their belief. Like, oh, no one's going to want someone 50 doing this. That's not a true statement. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that a lot of times we have to have individuals to work with us to see that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, and, you know, many times what I, what I say to people is, you know, if you cannot, um, you know, if you, if you cannot put yourself in a position of working with a, a professional coach, which, by the way, you know, having a certification like the ICF, like, like, like I have, and, uh, you know, having really... Uh, gone gone through a whole process of how to actually coach people if you cannot afford it for some reason then you know one of the things that i find most important in any in any time of our lives is actually to have a, an accountability partner so that yes. we actually so that we actually uh, uh, find someone that can make us accountable of our process and uh, it can be anyone it can be a, a family member or it can be a friend or it can be a teacher you know, someone that we actually trust and is someone that can, from a, from a neutral bias, you know, tell us exactly what we are going through and, uh, you know, mirror those belief systems and those limiting thoughts and, uh, you know, limiting uh, ideas that we have about ourselves so that we actually can be, um, you know, so, so that we can receive feedback and, um, you know, feedback that can actually help us to move on rather than to get stuck in our, in our, um, you know, stuff. Yes, I agree. I, I so agree. And that is the accountability partners are so important to keep you on task, to keep you focused and kind of, you know, um, be that support system as you're going through a career transition. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So um, would you like to share with our listeners perhaps one or two steps in order to create or, or to smoothen, sort of speaking, um, a career transition? Well, one of the two steps that a person can use um, for career transition is first I, is to work with a professional to decide exactly what you're looking for and exactly what you want to do. Um, and also knowing why you want to make the career transition and what 
the why and what is very important. And then when do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So um, before someone actually commits to a big change as a career, uh, mm-hmm. what should be, you know, things that people should consider before actually taking that step or even uh, committing themselves to, to, um, to, to make such a radical change in their lives? What, what would be something that people should think about before committing to such a change? I believe they should think about why, why do I want this change? It's very important. Um, those are one of the things that I think is very important before you even begin to open your mouth about it. just sit with yourself and be silent and really, uh, why do I want to make this change? What I'm looking to get from it? Um, how do I visualize where I'm going? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think those Definitely. are some of the things you want to consider. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I 100% agree. And You know, for me, all comes to the same thing again and again and again. It, it feels like there's a, a sort of repetition amongst many, many areas of, of life, which is basically the mindset, which is basically, yes. you know, what drives us, what, what, what is the fuel that makes us do something and wh- where, where is the clarity or where does the clarity come from in order to, to let us uh, be guided by ourselves by our higher consciousness, whatever you, you call it, God, so that we can actually uh, create the reality or our dream reality for our lives. I, I, I really totally agree. You know, it, it starts from within. And, yes. And it, and it continues being a total, uh, you know, exciting process that actually reveals itself along the way. And many times where we start is not where we envision finishing, which is actually quite interesting at the same time, because it only proves that we are open to create something different and, and, and be flexible to the situations yes. and circumstances of life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very true. Yeah. And then uh, once the mindset is created and, and once the mindset is actually clearly focused on the outcome Then, you know, in, in practical terms, there shouldn't be any struggle because no. everything becomes then a result of the events, right? That's very true. That's very true. You're yeah. so on point with this. And um, that mindset is, is, is very powerful too. Our minds are very powerful too. And if we have it directed in the right way, we can accomplish anything we desire. And I, I actually believe because I, I, you know, after being vegetarian for 20 years and still being alive, you know, because many people don't really understand that it's possible. And yes. sometimes, sometimes, and, and uh, you know, I, I cannot put my hands on fire because I'm not a physician, but I believe that sometimes our mindset can even help us overcome disease. Yes, and, I and really, so. And really powerfully impact our physical bodies, our energetic bodies, our emotional bodies. And, and yeah, I, I just find it very, very interesting that uh, many times we don't believe or don't give credit to the power of the mind and the power of our thoughts. And so it is, it is quite an interesting journey. Yes, 
Yes. And just employing those things, um, the power of the mind and the power of our thoughts when it comes to our career transition, being able to uh, think of it as a good thing, first of all, um, even if it's, you know, we know blessings can come in disguises and just think exactly. like, oh, I get excited about it. I, I'm about to learn something new. I'm about to do something different. I may get the job I always wanted, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and so um, it's, it's how we focus our mind and, and we're able to track you know, into our life, those things, depending on where we're at, where we're vibrating as we're um, going on the quest to find something new or to do something different or to bring that great next opportunity. Um, but if you go into a mindset that you're selling or is, a, is this is going to be a negative experience, you bring more negativity into your life. Um, exactly. Mm. And, really and in, in, um, in the end, negative mindsets or having a partner which actually creates or reinforces that negative mindset will never help. And, and it will always be a merry-go-round of emotions, of feelings, of uh, doubts, of confusion, of mental strain. And that will never be empowering. Yeah, you right. definitely have to keep some positive people around you <laughs> when you're going exactly. through uh, career transitions. There's already frustrations and all these emotions that you're experiencing. So it's very important to surround yourself with positive people and to work with individuals. Usually all coaches, you know, offer some type of consultation free mm-hmm. or for a limited cost. Um, and usually uh, any coach, if I continue to work with them or not, I got something out of the experience. You know, I mm-hmm. grew, they helped me. Even yes. was it the first consultation, you usually learn something from a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very important to um, think about working with others um, for a lifetime, not just for one experience, but find that person that you match with that you can really keep as in your in your tool belt or your tool kit. Exactly. As you go on with life, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like anything else, you know, I, I would also advise people to actually be careful with the coach that they choose so that uh, yes. you know, they, they, they don't lose so much time with with people that actually are not there to totally help them um, because you know i i was uh, uh, making a podcast with uh, my uh, my master coach and so um she was she was actually saying and it's very true you know uh, i was asking you know w- what is for you the the most important thing about a certification you know, uh, um, ICF, for instance, which is one of the most prestigious federations of coaches in the world. Why is it so important for a coach to be actually certified? And she was saying that, you know, one of the reasons is that many coaches are out there who are actually not doing coaching. They are mm-hmm. trying to be therapists or they are trying to be consultants and they miss the point of coaching. And so by having um, a structure behind what you're doing, gives you the the opportunity to actually help people in the right way and so i would advise everyone to that that is listening if they look for a coach be be careful with who you who you um you know trust and who you put your total energy and focus on um so that uh, you actually use your time in the most efficient way rather than you know be be frustrated or or even be dependent on a coach you know a coach usually uh, according to to the the, the structure that, that I learned, are there to actually guide the person. They they are yeah, not yeah. there to tell the person what to do, and most of all, they are there to be accountable. Uh, sorry, um, to to create accountability. 
uh, and and basically you know supporting you know like like any coach should do you know support the the coachee the, the client to actually uh, thrive in an independent way so that they can actually uh, sooner or later you know continue the work by themselves although it's always very important to keep track and and keep communicating to someone that can really um, cl uh, clear any doubts or, or any any struggles or any belief systems that one is facing throughout the process of life but uh, nevertheless it's about empowering the the, the client and, and the, the the person I agree 100 percent it's so important about empowering them because it's their decision at the end a person's individual client's decision on what's best for them um, again, as you said, stated that uh, coaches are just their support system, that guidance, that accountability partner to help you, um, guide you along the process. And a lot of times, you know, some clients I've worked with that have worked with other coaches felt like they, just the coach had them to do something. And one of the things that you want a coach that's going to really be supportive, but you're always making the final decision. Exactly. You're always making a decision that feels right to you because no, it's your individual path, um, and to get what you want, your path, you, that, that your decisions have to come from within and, and not from outside forces. Mm -hmm. and, and another good thing that the coach does, if he's a, a good coach, so to speaking, uh, is actually challenge the person. Because yes. it's very, very difficult for, for starts seeing your own limiting belief systems and then taking the courage to actually go out of your comfort zone in order to, uh, you know, go beyond those belief systems and so sometimes you know a really experienced coach is needed not only to let you know of your limiting belief systems but allow you a path or, or uh, share with you with a path that actually can take you to overcome those limiting belief systems yeah, I agree. so um next week we will create another podcast uh with latrenda and uh um, we will focus on how to pursue a career versus a job. And so we are also going to give tips uh, about what is the difference between a career and a job and uh, how to actually pursue one or the other. And uh, Latrenda, is there anything else that you would like to leave our listeners with for, for this week? I would like to thank everyone who tuned in and listened to us today. And also just remember to keep stay emotionally balanced when you're going through career transition as possible and reach out to a coach, reach out to someone that can help you through the process. It's nothing that you have to go at alone. You need positivity, you need support, and you need accountability partner. Thank you very much, Latrenda. It was a pleasure speaking to you once again. It's so informative and, and uh, you know, amazing, these conversations. And I, I really appreciate your, your time and, and uh, all the, the tips and tools that you have shared here with us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Wahido. Thank you. So, everyone, uh, we'll meet again next week for another Make It Happen with Wahido and Latrenda George. And uh, we're going to focus on career versus jobs. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, Latrenda. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.